Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hi, I'm Johnny Vegas, and you're listening to Cop Talk with Dunk. And all you other Liverpool sites, just stop embarrassing yourself. All right? Yo, what up? This your boy Smooth, straight from New York. You're listening to Cop Talk Podcast. Remember this, you never walk alone, but if you fuck with us, you walk with a limp. Alright guys, how's it going? It is Tuesday the 15th of March 2022 and you're listening to the Cop Talk Podcast in association with footballclubshares.com where you can buy real shares in real football clubs. And you don't have to be minted either, you can be a peasant like me. So, what we're going to talk about, well, the boss held his pre-match press conference today and uh, he was asked about the tweet from Salah's agent, uh, but the boss basically played it down, didn't get involved in it, don't, don't know what you're talking about kind of thing, like, you know, claims he doesn't really know anything about it. Didn't seem that bothered. That's the uh, the vibe that he's putting out. Uh, and he said he doesn't use Twitter. And it, I think one of the things he said was, uh, and this is why I don't, or something, you know, along the lines of, yeah, can't be done with that shite. Um, so I will include the uh, manager's pre-match press conference at the end of today's episode for you so you can listen to it uh, in its entirety. Uh, also, don't forget... Uh, if you have a mobile phone or a tablet or if you have a desktop or a laptop, I'm sure you've got one of these devices to be listening to me on. If you enter into your URL, you know, the URL field, the uh, into your web browser, t.me forward slash coptalk, t.me forward slash coptalk, uh, you'll be able to join the coptalk YouTube channel, which basically means that you will have news sent to your device or computer uh, as it happens. Okay, so for example, the press conference came out earlier. I sent that video in its entirety to the channel. Uh, wherever you are, if you're on the move, for example, it would have popped up on your phone and you could have watched it just from your phone. Not You don't have to go to YouTube or anything like that. Uh, so that's uh, HTTP, all that, you know, colon forward slash forward slash t for telegram t dot m e forward slash cop talk uh and uh, you can join that channel out i put bits of you know snippets in there news you can uh, mute it you know it doesn't have to go off or anything like that you can just have it muted you can even archive it uh you know um so you don't have to have it 
in your face all the time. It's entirely up to you. Uh, Telegram.org is, uh, we'll tell you a little bit more about Telegram. It's just an app like, uh, a free app like WhatsApp, but it's better, really. Uh, Telegram.org is where you can download it for any of your devices. And it, but if you click on that link, I'm sure it'll prompt you if, to see if you want to download it. I just think it's worth doing that, guys. Um, and also on match days, I do send out streams to that uh, channel as well. So if there's any links where you can watch the games live on a weekend, uh, I do post them out to the Telegram channel. And if you, you can leave it at, you know, any time if you don't want to use it. There's no advertising in there or anything like that. Nobody is going to bother you. It's not a convers, you know, it's not a, a discussion thing. It's purely uh, updates that are sent out from me. And when it pops up on your phone, you think, "Oh, what's Dunk got for me?" So t.me forward slash cop talk. Uh, I'm watching Cheltenham uh, in the background. The first race. I just had a winner at the first uh, race. So I'm going to try and get this this uh, episode recorded before the next race. Okay. Uh, and good luck if you're taking part in that, guys, okay? Uh, just a quick email from Adam. He said uh, he listened to the last podcast. Uh, he's had to make a video on his own YouTube about Salah. Uh, this is something I need to check out, Adam's YouTube. I think he messaged me about this the other week, and I haven't got back to him yet. I'm sorry about that. I've just snowed under at the minute. Um, and I had no internet for 24 hours. One of my connections was down. That's I've been all over today trying to get it fixed, and it is back on now, but what a fucking ball ache that's been. Um... Adam says the lad will end up at, uh, what's this, lad? Lad will end up at Newcastle or PSG, PSG if he wants that money. Madrid getting Mbappe, City supposedly, Haaland, Bayern don't pay that much, Juve just got Vlahovic, so where the fuck is he going? Anyway, fuck him, he says, hope he stays, but fuck him. That's very much my uh, my kind of attitude. Some people, you know, get very defensive um, of... Uh, you know, the players, you know, they're heroes and they don't like us to talk like that. But uh, I can assure you that Adam uh, will support Mo every time he turns out um, for Liverpool Football Club, uh, just uh, as I do. OK, so um, I don't think there's a, a great deal uh, to talk about, uh, to be honest with you. So I'm going to have a look and see uh, what we've got um in the, in, in the, should we start with the, um, we'll start with the local, see, local uh, outlets, if you like. Well, it's not local outlets. Liverpool Echo, they do like a little running commentary during the day, and I like to look to that to see what they're flagging up. It does, there is no, um, at one time, you know, back in the day, uh, you know, 20 years ago, whatever, maybe 10, I, I don't know, but back in the day, you know, the, the the echo was credible. You know, if they were mentioning something, people used to think, oh, there must be something in that. That's not the way it works now. It's owned by Reach PLC now, and they do various regional newspapers, for example, and, and they just clickbait the hell out of people. So there's nothing in this, but it basically it's good for seeing what's out there, you know, what's being claimed in, in the news uh, today. And one of the things I've touched on is, is uh, Ryan Gravenberch, the Ajax midfielder, um, kicker uh, in Germany, say Liverpool face extra competition for the signature of Gravenberch. Uh, Liverpool, of course, have been linked with the Netherlands international, although they're saying the speculation has quietened down in recent weeks. I don't think it has. I would disagree with that. I think it's just, it's just levelled at the same place for the last few months. Uh, anyway, Kicker is saying that Real Madrid and Bayern Munich are interested in this 19-year-old as well, and that they're ahead of the like of likes of Liverpool and Tottenham 
uh, an attempt to sign him. Um, his, he, I think you should keep an eye on uh, links to do with Ajax at the moment because I've had a bit of chatter to do with Ajax. Uh, not nobody specifically. There was uh, this kid Ryan Grave and Birch. We discussed this with the members uh, recently. Um, there was another kid at Ajax. I forget his name. Um, so if you see any any mentions of you know Liverpool and Ajax, just just bear that in mind. I'm just hearing a little bit of chatter. Uh, that Liverpool could be keeping an eye on someone there. It could be Graven Birch, I would imagine it is, but there is someone else. So don't exclude any chatter along uh, those those lines at the moment, guys, okay? Um, Mo Salah, oh yeah, the injury uh, situation. Um, the boss was talking about that today. You'll hear about all that at the press conference. That's bit, I think he said that basically when he just started the press conference there, just before he went in, that he was told that Mo was ready to train, you know, and they'd see how he was later. All right, but I think you'll you'll hear that in the you know well you will hear that in the press conference if you listen to it. Um, what else have we got? Oh, oh yes, this was interesting. Uh, Rafinha, uh, Liverpool. I think Liverpool are very interested in this player, uh, but that could be conditional on possible departures from from Liverpool. Uh, Barcelona. Uh, are said to be interested in him. And I think that Fabrizio Romano, uh, I haven't seen exactly what Romano has said, um, but he has put out, I think, in the last 24 hours that Liverpool are interested. I'm not sure of the exact quotes. I don't have them in front of me. Um, but I, I pay attention to what uh, Fabrizio Romano has to say. But I already know that Liverpool are interested in Rafinha, and uh, that is a player that you should continue to monitor. Uh, Barcelona are reportedly plotting a move for Mo Salah. This is according to reports in Spain. Um, and it, this is, uh, you might find this of interest. Um, the reports in Spain from Spanish news outlet AS uh, say that uh, Xavi is weighing up a move for Salah at the end of the season, uh, even though their preference is to, to try and land Erling Haaland. Uh, if they don't sign him, then the suggestion is that they will make a bid between fifty and fifty-eight million pounds uh, for Salah this summer. And I think we all know what would happen if a bid came in for that amount. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, let's see if there's anything else. Right, there's nothing else from there, so I'm just going to look at the mainstream media now in general. Uh, the Athletic are saying that Steven Gerrard at Villa uh, is monitoring Atletico Madrid's Uruguay striker Luis Suarez. He's 35 now, uh, with the prospect of making a move this summer. The Mirror said that Man United are considering a fresh summer move for Harry Kane. 
Lionel Messi's father and agent, George Hodge, has called Barcelona to discuss whether the 34-year-old Argentina forward can return after leaving last summer for PSG. Uh, that's 90 min. Uh, AS, again in Spain, Barcelona will, cons- will consider a move for Chelsea's Belgium striker, Romelu Lukaku, 28, if they cannot sign uh, Erling Haaland this summer. Um, Lequip, which is France, very speculative publication, say that uh, Mikel Arteta and Antonio Conte, that's Arsenal and Tottenham, are on a nine-man shortlist for the PSG job if Mauricio Pochettino is sacked. Nighty Min, they're reporting that AC Milan believe Lidl's Dutch defender Sven Botman, 22, and Portugal midfielder Renato Sanchez, 24, will sign for them imminently. Um, I don't like to read uh, from a, a certain newspaper, um, but if you hear any you know, uh, rumours today about Kelleher or anything like that, uh, it might be because they've mentioned him and they're basically saying um, on this, I, I'm not reading that, that newspaper, this is just on my screen in front of me, um, a little snippet uh, where all the um, gossip is collected and they're basically saying that he won't be sold or loaned in the summer despite interest from Premier League clubs. So just if you hear a bit of chatter today, that might be where it, uh, it's coming from and people might be too scared to tell you. Reports in Spain, Man City are set to join Real Madrid and Man United in the race assigned by Munich's Poland striker Robert. Well, I nearly, nearly pronounced him Lobert. Robert Lewandowski, 33, if he's available in the summer. Leeds United Brazil forward Rafinha has gained interest from Barcelona and Manchester United according to football transfers, while Fabrizio Romano, as you know, has said that Liverpool are interested in him. The Athletics say Liverpool are closing in on the signing of Scottish 16-year-old fullback and winger Ben Doak from Celtic. Fiorentina are in talks with Arsenal over a permanent deal for 26-year-old Uruguayan midfielder Lucas Torreria, who is on loan. Well, that's Fabrizio Romano again. Uh, record, which is uh, a Portuguese uh, media source say Benfica are keen on PSG's 34-year-old Argentina forward Angel Di Maria. Calcio Mercato in Italy say Lazio's Albania goalkeeper Thomas Strakosha, 26, is a target for Premier League clubs. AS, again, uh, Real Madrid's 25-year-old Spain midfielder Dani Ceballos, who spent time on loan at Arsenal between 2019 and 2021, faces an uncertain future at the Bernabeu. And finally, Sport, again, uh, Spain. Barcelona are close to completing the signing of Morocco defender Nusay Mazrao. Is that how he pronounced his name? I ain't got a fucking clue. Who is out of contract with Ajax at the end of the season. Ajax there, maybe that's something you might want to consider uh, or look at. Okay, guys, so that's your uh, your mainstream media claims today. Um, to be honest with you, that's your lot. Uh, there isn't a great deal today. Uh, that suits me because I want to watch this uh, this race. And I've got a bit of catching up to do, really. Uh, I'll be watching the racing, but I'll be working on my laptop because um, I just, you know, my internet was down for 24 hours, so I need to uh, to get caught up on that. Um, don't forget, if you go to coptalk.com on the front page, uh, on the right, it says support and get membership. That's a great way of supporting me. You get access to all the news article, your members' forums, which is very, very good, uh, as many of you will know. Uh, some key people in there, some key discussion. You also get the extra episodes of the podcast and the extra ex- uh, videos from coptalk.tv. It's like an all-in-one. It's like buy me a coffee once a month. Coptalk.com, it's on the front page, on the right-hand side, support and get membership. 
Alternatively, if you just want to support this podcast uh, and, and re- listen to ad-free episodes, uh, you can do so by going to www.coptalkpodcast.com and you can become uh, a patron of the podcast. There's three tiers available. Uh, and the, uh, the basic one is uh, class as a supporter. And again, it's just like buying me uh, a cup of coffee once a month or something like that. It won't break the bank, but the coptalk.com gig is probably, uh, membership is probably uh, a good idea because it, it gives you everything. Okay. Uh, let's give a shout out to the people that support this podcast. Thank you to the, uh, the supporters, those of you collectively uh, in that tier. Uh, I, he- I heard from Jimmy uh, Negret today. Uh, he's, he's one of our most recent supporters and uh, he was telling me that he didn't realise I did other podcasts like the Dunk Knows Best podcast uh, and he's really enjoying them so that put a little smile on my face when I read that message so thank you for that Jimmy and thank you for supporting the uh, the podcast pal so yeah thanks to all of the supporters in that tier thanks also to the legends Vivek, Tyler Dean Williams, Paul MC, Matt Meeker, Kerry, John Richards John McCafferty, James Lee, Jack Wood Donna, Craig, Big Wave Dave and Andrew Evans. They're the legends. And then, of course, we have the royalty, Michael Couchman, Jen, Aaron and Adam. So www.coptalkpodcast.com if you want to uh, step up and support the podcast and have all the adverts removed. I think it's worth it just for that. Uh, and also access you know, bonus episodes when I do them. Uh, and you can also contact me by going to coptalkpodcast.com. Click on contact. You just fill a little form in your name your comments and they're sent through to me on the email all right guys so i'm going to leave you with the boss uh and uh, hopefully we will uh, speak again tomorrow if not it will be thursday friday um you know i meet the boys on a friday uh we're, we're going out earlier on friday we're meeting at two o'clock our time uh, one o'clock your time uh, if you're in the uk because we're going to you know watch cheltenham together and have a few drinks in the afternoon so if there is a, a podcast episode on Friday, it would be in the morning. So if you hit the afternoon and there's nothing there, you know I'm not doing one. All right, guys. So uh, thanks to those of you that do support me. I really do appreciate it. And uh, I'll leave you with Jurgen Klopp. And uh, we'll speak real soon, I hope. All right, guys. Take care and good luck if you're uh, having a bet at Cheltenham. Obvious questions to start with as well. Did you watch? Did you ever ask not the obvious question? <laughs> it's the question. It's just part of the job, isn't it? People generally know what we're going to come at you with. Yeah, good. <laughs> but what's the question? Did you watch Manchester City last night? What does it do for the mood when you see them held to a draw ahead of a, what's a big game anyway against an inform Arsenal side? And obviously you've got that incentive now to cut their lead at the top down to one point. City's mm. lead, that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I watched it for exactly 65 minutes. So, for analyse reasons, believe it or not. Just have a look what are they doing. Um, I don't have very often time to watch games in real time so when they're really happening I would watch it back or stuff like this this team was a good watch but after, um, I thought Crystal Palace did really well but City did really well as well just in future situations off and the last uh, what was it then 30 minutes or whatever I don't know I didn't watch it so I got at some point saw the result and um, was surprised Does it impact the mood though ahead of this, this game against Arsenal when you see the no. nearest rivals why should it? Um, so we, I don't. It would impact the, um, the mood if we would be in this 
in our mind it is competition. Um, we sit here and think, okay, now we have them here and have them there or stuff like this. But in fact, we play Arsenal, and I don't. Maybe are still four points behind. <coughs> and um, I don't know how you can count points away at Arsenal just now already. And think ah, it's only one point. So I, I think it's maybe easy for you, but it's um, four points, and we have to um, play this game. And that's what I'm concerned about. But uh, as you all know, if we want to reach something in this in this Premier League. Um, and you are not um, top of the table. Uh, you win all your games, and sometimes you need the other teams to to draw points. Um, I'm not sure it was now already necessary or not. We will see. But it all depends on our results still, and that's why we think about them and not the others. What's the latest then on Mo Salah's injury? Will he be fit to be part of things tomorrow? Looks like um, Mo is a <laughs> tough cookie, um, and he. Uh, it was only a little bit capsular, so we were quite happy and uh, lucky with it. And um, it was swollen, painful yesterday, a little bit less swollen, less painful. Now I got a message only before the press conference that um, Mo is ready to train. And we will see how that looks. <laughs> Finally, for me, and just on Mo once again, after we spoke about his contract on Friday, his agent tweeted seven laughing emojis. Now, I don't know whether you're aware of this, are you? Did you take it as a response to what you'd had to say? And therefore, does it impact negotiations at all? Have you heard any more as to where negotiations are at? I'm not on Twitter, not a good reason for that. Uh, but I'm fine in a good mood, but um, you said in the beginning I spoke about that. Um, and actually, I shouldn't have. I don't think I said anything. It was absolutely, it was like it is, but um, I, I, you got me in the trap or whatever. All of a sudden, I created headlines. The last thing I want to do in press conference is create headlines. And, and again, you just asked the question, I gave so, such a long answer. And um, yeah, no, but it's all fine. And I don't know about any kind of reactions and stuff like this. But um, that's not what I'm concerned about. It's just, um, I think that it's how it should be in the moment. Um, the indecisive parties are in contact, and the rest we will see. Okay. Hi, Jürgen. Um, eight Premier League wins in a row. You've only conceded two goals in that time. How strong do you feel you are defensively, and how important is that for your title hunt? It's the basis for everything. Whatever you want to achieve in football life is um, based on on, on, a, on, a, on defensive discipline, on, um, on the attitude of the team puts in because you only can win whatever if you are consistent. If you want to be consistent, you have to defend with all you have and everybody has to be involved in that and all these kinds of things, otherwise not possible. So um, I'm, I consider myself as a, as a positive person, but with, with our football games, I quite, I'm quite critical, to be honest. So, so, I always think we could hear that we have done here better, here better, here better. And it's true, we anyway, can do better everywhere. Um, but when someone tells me we've conceded two in the last Eight or whatever, then I does mean uh, I think immediately. Okay, what was the mistake when we conceded these two goals? So it's it's still possible, and um, I know how good Arsenal is in the moment, and we shouldn't think about uh, the defensive record we had. We should think about the defensive record for this game, and um, to defend them, um, we have to be really uh, in a really good moment because they are obviously. Um, they won as well a lot of games. I'm not sure five at least, if not more. Um, 
they are much more rested than we are, obviously. We are in a very intense period. I heard now um, that we played, since we met last time, 12 games, they played six. <laughs> Oops. Um, we feel we, we feel all these games, that's how it is. We, have, we, we, we try to to fix it with making changes. But, but all the players um, had rest and stuff like this. So it's a, it's a tough one tomorrow night, but we are still looking forward to it. It's, um, I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, Miklis do an obviously an incredible job there, and you can really see week by week, month by month, the development they are doing together, and that's really impressive. And um, so, yeah, we have to be ready, but um, I sense we will be ready. Yeah, Mikhail Arteta has been given the time to build something at Arsenal, they look like they're becoming a, a force to be reckoned with again in the Premier League. Look how smart that is. You have the right guy, give him time, then um, you can get the benefit of it and um, that's what obviously is happening there in the moment. So, yeah. Just in terms of the title race, eight wins in a row suggests you are going to push Manchester City all the way. Do you feel that? That's the plan. That's the plan of course. So um, that we keep being as annoying as possible. But it's like um, it's how I said we have to win our football game so that it doesn't happen I say it here. So uh, but and you know it anyway. So why should we say no? That's now not um, our our cup of tea. No, of course we, we are very ambitious and very um, determined to do to do great stuff. But um, we we respect a lot how good they are. We respect even more how good all the other teams are we face on the way. That if you tell me, if I have now not all ten games we still have to play, um, but there are a few really tough ones in each Premier League game is tough, but a few are especially tough. One of them we play tomorrow night. And I'm sitting here and I'm thinking, and I would say uh, we, we win ten games. It doesn't sound very likely, but as long as it's possible, we will give it a proper try. I can tell you. Thanks, Jürgen. Good luck. Thank you. Yeah. Um, Jürgen, you spoke last week about fighting for everything you had, and, the, and at the start of the season, after winning the Premier League title, you said if you don't defend the title, you're going to attack it from the start. Do you thrive then at this stage? How much do you thrive on this stage of the season when there's still so many things in front of you that you can have an opportunity to win? If you go, if you go through the last few years, you will see that there's not, never looked really differently, to be honest. There was a couple, I'm not sure how many years in my whole career where like we had not to go with all we have until last match day because something was there to to grab, was it uh, to stay in the league or was it uh, um, a, a spot in the uh, European, uh, Europa League or was it a, a spot in the Champions League or was it becoming champion or whatever, it's always like, it's, it's always the same and that's what I said, if you build the whole season basis until a specific moment and then the decisions will be made and if you are close enough, you are involved in that decision making and that's where we are, so um, we have reached the quarter-final in two competitions um, and in the Premier League obviously not in the, in the, in the worst possible spot. So, um, but how we said, we've created a basis and now we have to be ready for a long finish with 10 games or 19, I don't know. Um, but it's a finish and um, we will give it a try, whatever happens. I was just wondering, because physically it's intense, but, but mentally how intense is it as well? Or does adrenaline just take you through? Yeah, yeah. That helps massively, and yes, it is. It is intense. So it's like you said that we won the last eight games. Imagine we would have lost one of them. So it's still a good run. Seven games with one defeat. It sounds okay. Just for us, not. It's like oh god. <laughs>
because you only be yeah that's right and to to bring yourself and or ourselves always in this mindset for me it's actually not a problem because I can delete the physical part um, I'm not physically involved really um, apart from stuff football once a week um, and that's the but of course we're boys and I know that and so we, whatever help we can give in these moments we, we give and uh, you can imagine the mood is good it's not like crazy good so it's just concentrated focus and good but it's more bigger so I, uh, when we speak we won again last week 2-0 and I know it's not about flying all the time but after the game when I speak um, in the dressing room stuff like this and, um, and, I'm, and then they are critical and you, you see in the face of what what is he talking about? So, like, uh, what can we do more than winning and stuff like this? But it's about staying on track. It's about trying to improve in the best in the best moment, even the best moment when you have that result-wise. How can we make sure? I didn't like too much that out the start in the last few games when we, you know, the other teams were always slightly more energetic in the in the very beginning. I get that teams adapt a lot to us and they have. Um, always a different match so we prepare a game and we say okay they have a playing build up then they play against us and they kick only long balls or it's the other way around and all these kind of things so it's, it was a specific preparation because we face very often teams who have more time than us to prepare the game and um, so I accept 100% that we then have in the first 5-10 minutes we have to learn the game so what's required today but I still think we could do better and that's what we try and that's what we do and that's how we keep ourselves in line that we constantly try to improve things and don't think about the last result, don't think about the next result, think just about the next game and try to play your best football possible. Chris, Hi, Jürgen. Hi. Um, on Mikel Atleti, you mentioned earlier about him being given the time at Arsenal. What do you no, think... No, he said they gave him the time. <laughs> I didn't say yeah. um, But What do you think he's done in particular to get Arsenal into this position after what was a poor start to the season from him? I can't even remember their start, to be honest. As you see them playing now, and I just see that they have a, they have a, a clear structure, a clear idea, have a, 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 how I think a really good team, a, 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 like properly tuned. You can see a clear idea how they want to play football. It's possession based. Not sure about us, but in general, it's possession based um, and is um, young, full of talent, full of joy. So what you can see if you go through the you go through the lineup is an experienced striker up front with like I said and then three very exciting young boys behind them, then a bit more experience again on the on the double six and then a pretty young last line and a, a young really good goalie. So that's already sounds and there's Smith Rowe not even in. So on top of that and other guys and, and, and all these kind of things. So it's it's really it's interesting. I, I you can't See different. Other teams will not like it because another big name back on track, one hundred percent. But that's how it looks. And at the start of February, you called John Matip one of the, the best free signings in Liverpool's history. And since then, he's gone to score against Leeds, won Premier League Player of the Month in February as well, and got a great assist for Luis Diaz's brave goal at the weekend. Would you say this is the best form Joel's been in since Liverpool? No, most the most obvious form for people because of the outcome of these situations, course, sets up these kind of things. No, Joel is pretty consistent since he's here. When he's fit, it was always good. I can't remember. It's an honor that he didn't play 100% all time outstanding games, but a lot when he was fit. And uh, now I think it's just most obvious in the moment because of 
scoring and these kind of things and play of the month. It's absolutely great. Um, yeah, it's he was before in a similar shape and long, long, long may continue. Thank you. Welcome. Carl at the back. Very good. And um, you always say that if you're in a position around about you know March, April time, you can you can then push for for everything. I'm just wondering, is it is there any more you can press on the accelerator at this stage, considering you you've won eight in a row already? Is there, is there any more you could get? No, it's, it's, it's final after final after final after final after final after final what we play, pretty much. That's how it is. That's how we prepare. That's how we set it up. That's um, the situation. So what kind of different situation could be out there? So that we are 10 points ahead or whatever, and it's like 10 games to go, and everybody tells you, oh, and that's it already. But what do we, where else will the celebrations be? And I'll tell you what, I feel uncomfortable. Not that it happened often in my life, but it's really uncomfortable. To, to sit in a situation. So now everything is in front of us. Attack it, chase it, go for it. That's what we do. But it's we know the only chance we have, again, it's great to be in a quarterfinal, but when you're in a quarterfinal, and if you stick in a quarterfinal, it means you lost the quarterfinal, and who wants to do that? So um, it's only success we go to the, to the, to the semifinal. Then we're on the semifinal, we want to go to the final. Final, great achievement, outstanding, last game of the season, or whenever the FA Cup will be. Um, you lose it, and everything was. That's that's how that's our life. But we want to go in this. We want to go in this direction. We want to to be in and around the this most decisive moments, and that's intense. But that's not a surprise, and not the first time for us. Um, we are really we enjoy it a lot. But on the other side, it's intense as well. So it's not an, an easy holiday trip where we think that we enjoy that as well. But this is obviously um, slightly different. You spoke about Van Nuys fitness. How the rest of the squad looking? Could we like to see Canate back, for instance, or anybody else? Yeah, Canate. He was back. Um, um, Millie and um, and Costas stand in this moment are out, uh, and I think that it's. Are they injuries? No. Ill. Yeah. Yeah, again, where we're at Arsenal at the moment is sort of where you were in your first sort of 12, 18 months at Liverpool trying to get back into the top four. Do you, do you see similarities with what they're building with what you were doing? They're adding sort of exciting players, attack minded players. Like it if I say yes, there are similarities to be honest. <laughs> um, yeah, you, you can say it like this it's a, it's a massive club, um, and obviously, qualification for international football in the last few years was not exactly like they wanted it. Um, and if they would make the Champions League this year, I, but this year I think that would, as, would feel as good as it felt for us when we did it the first time. Yeah. How is that? So step in the right, for them in the right direction, obviously. It's a really exciting team. Um, and yeah, it's it's good. I think as Arsenal fans, since I'm in England, it was not always like easy to enjoy. But at the moment, I'm pretty sure they're all in a in a good mood, and that's how football should be. Um, that your supporters are um, positive about the things you are doing, and I'm pretty sure that's exactly how it is at Arsenal.